Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here on our new episode. You're listening to it right now of What's Cracking. We've got none other than Sarah Zamet from TNE with their brand new, soon to be interstellar, intergalactic, big old hit, Hotel Paranormal Season 2. It airs Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Pacific Time on TNE. And without any further ado, let's get cracking. Jim Phoenix here. Hope you're all doing well. Welcome to another exciting, exciting special episode of What's Cracking with none other than Sarah Zamet from the TE channel. Of course, Sarah is the series producer for the new hit. And believe me, I did the screening. This is such an awesome show. You guys have to see it. I love it. July 2nd, Hotel Paranormal Season 2 launches. It's got everything, spooky stories, real life, reenactments, Danny Aykroyd, dogs and cats, that's something else, but it's amazing. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for the intro. Glad you like the show. That's great to hear. It, it's, it really is, I believe, a new hit for you guys. And I know yeah. you are the series producer, correct? Yes, that's right. Yep. Okay, what what is that? If I'm a series producer, if I want to grow up to be a series producer, <laughs> you don't have to grow up. Yeah. You, you so it's basically you run the show, the creative and and production, and make sure that you get the show completed on time and on budget, and uh, you shepherd the creative vision of the show. That that's awesome. Now I do understand this was done during a pandemic because yes. I believe we've been living this reality for the last yes. 13 right. years, five years, yeah. two, I don't know. Yeah, I know it's hard to tell now, yes. What did you change? What did you have to change because of this pandemic? I mean, so many things. You know, we finished season one and it went into post-production in the pandemic. We actually started the research for season two before the pandemic. So that we had to put that on hold. And then to finish season one, we were working with Dan Aykroyd, as you mentioned. And so we, we had to work not only with him remotely and record remotely, but also work in post-production. So all of the editing and finishing the show, all of that had to happen remotely. And then, of course, as we got into season two, you know, anything from choosing stories were, you know, some of them were impacted by where we could film. You know, there were stories we couldn't do because they, they it just wouldn't make sense in terms of getting people to where we were filming. Uh, I'm very, very, I don't feel like we compromised in any way whatsoever. I'm, I'm really, I couldn't be more thrilled with the stories that we have this year. So you I'm very, be. very happy with that. Yeah. Thank you. And, and so, you know, then obviously, you know, when we're shooting, safety first and foremost and so that we had to make a lot of adjustments in order to keep people safe and and I mean they're too numerous to mention but but it was a very big shift you know but I, I have to say uh, there's such a great team of people working on this series that they just went above and beyond and uh, we were able to do the show and in, in the pandemic and I think do it successfully so it's really a tribute to the team and it and it shows and the final product really does show if if I didn't know that this was done, if, if I wasn't living during this time, you know, I'm like, wow, this is just a great show, period. It, it, nothing. We don't see any of the corbels that some other shows have. Everything is smooth oh. and ironed out. It's amazingly smooth. And oh, I know that's they, great. 
Yeah, I know. And Dan Aykroyd did it as a kind of remote recording. I remember Sean Connery did Highlander voiceovers in his bathroom. You know, so this has been a long time coming. <laughs> Works. Yes. Right. Not new. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we, you know, luckily that we live in the time where where that's all possible and that there's the know-how. Right. But um, I think that's, you know, that's really what we set out to do at the beginning was, you know, to really make a show that didn't have, you know, any footprint of, you know, obviously all of the behind the scenes, putting the pandemic front and center, right. but hopefully, you know, not that not being on screen. Would you keep anything from, you know, what did you learn during the pandemic that you're going to keep for future? Hmm, that's a good question. Really. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess the one thing is, is, uh, you know, what, what we can do remotely and what we can't do. And I think, you know, it's just it, more than things that we wouldn't get rid of. It's just, there's a little bit more in the, in the toolkit, if you want to put it that way, like right. there are options now that, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to some of the things that we did in pandemic and, you know, it's great to be in the room with the interviewee, but you, you don't have to do that. So, so it's just, there's, there's a bit more option of, about how to work. You know, all of us were grateful to be working period. And then, you know, post pandemic, you know, it'll be interesting just to see what kind of stays, but you know, I just think there's more options. That's, that's amazing. And this actually brings me into a second part because of the pandemic, you had, you said your research team had to put some stuff on pause. What's the usual research route? for any of the stories being pitched? Like, I have a haunted uh, house, you know, or a hotel. Yeah, I mean, with. yeah, the associate producers on the show are amazing. And they have, you know, they're skilled researchers. They have established networks. And, and they they know where to find stories. They're very knowledgeable about the subject matter. They're very great at interviewing people. So, you know, so so the the, the process is that they find stories and we have meetings and, and kind of go over the stories. And and you know, obviously there's a bit of a format to the show. So, so you know, mostly it's about, you know, how, how many encounters one might have um, so that so that we can do the stories justice and, and have a, an hour of television. But um, so so that's the process that we we go through them. And there's a number of things that we're looking at. And like I said, you know, one of them was where people are this season, just so that we, you know, we couldn't just travel everywhere. So we had to make sure that the stories were we've sort of worked in hubs and so that people had to be willing to or close enough to get to those hubs. And, um, you know, I'm always interested in in new kind of you know i'm always saying you know let's let's i'm interested in new kinds of experiences that people have and you know they really these kind of came to us this season of of um here's the hard work of the associate producers but there was really you know often in the interviews where i was i was saying to people you know i oh i hadn't heard like I've never heard anyone describe that kind of paranormal encounter. I hadn't heard them explain it in that way. And sort of, sort of the depth and range of stories I got really excited about this year. Yeah. From what I saw, it, it does span a bit. And that's another question that I like how everyone kind of leads into yeah. it. Yeah. You present these as true and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm what is known as a skeptic mm-hmm. in, in the world. So it's interesting because the vetting, I, I get you have to vet it and you have to have the locations and stuff like that. But do you also vet as a journalistic method? Meaning, are these the true stories or is this someone kind of just kind of spinning a yarn? 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm less interested in I'm not myth busting or anything. I'm I'm just sort of I'm interested in what people say they believe, you know, and um, you know, I I you know, we don't set out to say, okay, prove it to me. You know, we set out to say, you know, I believe you and I really want to hear your story and I really want to honor your story. Yeah. And you know, and that's and what I'm most interested in is you know, I really mind them. Like, I really want to know. I'm not just, it's not just, you know, okay, tell me as quickly as possible and we're going to put it on screen. It's like, why did that, like, how, I let's get into it. So, you know, there's always a moment in an interview where someone goes, oh, I haven't thought about this for a long time. Or, oh, I just, rem-, you know, I remember yeah. this or pausing or, you know, or when you can feel that the person is reliving what they experienced, you know? So I don't, I don't leave it up to, you know, I don't, approach it in that kind of way of like you know I'm not going to fact check someone's personal experience when they were alone like that you know it's more about you know what what are you what happened and how did that affect you and how did that change you and and how you know what does what happened to this particular person say about the world that we live in you know what does happen after we die what what does uh, you know what is the the you know what happens to our loved ones is there a way to reach out to the afterlife like I think these are these are you know pretty compelling questions so I'm I'm all you know I was really grateful actually this season to you know people really took the time and actually sometimes shared more than I think even they were thinking that they would so I think that that makes for good storytelling and it's really up to the viewer you know I'm, I, right. it's for skeptics and believers you, you know everybody will come at it from a different perspective there's no such thing as one type of skeptic even or even one type type of believer so it's really a show for everyone no and it really is and that's why i think i might have said that in my review it really is a show for everyone it's even a show for people like i want to go there for vacation that's a wonderful idea (laughs) well that's great that's great yes i hope so yeah it's it's a large audience now you brought up the giving the person their truth giving them the opportunity to explain what it is and just taking the person's story like it's their narrative right And how it, you know, especially the what happens when we pass on with their truth. And sometimes we have people who are somewhat marginalized on being able to tell their story. What impact has anyone said afterwards? Like, thank you for letting me say my story or thank you very much for this. Or that was, you know, what kind of relief? Yeah, I mean, we've had feedback from people that were really um, happy. You know, one story in season one where, you know, we we portrayed a woman's father and and an experience that they had had together and her her father had passed away. And so she felt very happy to see her father. But, you know, I think I think that that by and large you know with paranormal shows with these two seasons of hotel paranormal is that you know people make the decision before you know it's really you know am i gonna because in some cases people say oh people are gonna think i'm crazy or you know my job doesn't know and you know there there is there is a sense of risk and in to a certain extent but i think you know this is this is very different that that people are willingly coming to the interview, feeling prepared to, you know, to share their story. I think, you know, we've had a few people say, you know, I didn't expect to share that much. And certainly I followed up with people, you know, are you sure you want to reveal this or X, Y, and Z? And, 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 you know, people have 
been happy to participate, you know, so far. So I think I think there's not the sense of risk for, for anyone, you know, but uh, so I think, yeah, I think there's it's been a, a positive experience from all of the feedback that we've we've received. People are ready yeah. to tell the, these types of stories. Absolutely. It seems like I've seen and I, I won't spoil it anyone, but there is one particular I'm, I'm thinking about on the first episode. And the, the gentleman just seems so relieved to talk about someone who doesn't take him seriously. You know, he's he just you can just see the relief on his face. Yeah. You know, yeah. Saying. And yeah. And I think that's that's that makes sense. I mean, you know, it, it's you know, we're, we're talking about the unknown. We're talking about the unexplainables. In some cases, we're talking about the unseen. You know, we're talking about things that can't be proven. And we're talking about things that you can't, you know, you can't put in a box and bring to someone and show them you can't bring them back and say like look do you see what happened so you know there's a little bit of vulnerability of like it really is up to you know you're putting it out in the world and then people can believe or disbelieve so I think you know the, the job of the show is to entertain uh, but the job of the show is also to to you know to to you know really present these as truths which you know I, I feel that the storytellers allow us in and 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 that's kind of the takeaway but to you know to accept that that you know there are questions raised by the experiences that people, these people have and I think I think that's what I hope that people take away is more of a curiosity about the paranormal and appreciation for the stories and then you know a willingness to kind of entertain you know that there's things that we don't know in life and 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 you know to be open to trying to find out answers about about you know what we can experience as human beings on this planet yeah and i think your show hotel paranormal which starts again july 2nd on t and e i believe that's a perfect vehicle because you do have the the story, the story, the person's story, but you also have the incredibly well done reactments. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys are using the same departments for all your series, but your special effects and your acting and everything in the reenactment course, especially, are just so phenomenally well done. Oh, that's great. I mean, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's truly, uh, it's, it, it's the team and it's, it is the team. There were a lot of people from season one that came on to season two and the key creatives on the show are excellent. And, you know, and, and it's, it, it's a team sport making TV. And so I, I'm very fortunate with the people that I work with. And it shows because when you take pride and everything becomes so much better. And again, Hotel Paranormal on TNA, July 2nd. If you haven't seen the show, if you haven't seen the first season, catch up. But if you need to jump on and do so, it's a smooth ride. It's small. It's, you can break it down. You have to watch the whole thing. You can watch a bit at a time. The stories will move you. The reenactments will scare you. It is something for everyone, all ages, I believe. Of course, I don't have any kids, so I can't speak for your kids. If you have kids, make those choices yourselves. But it's an all ages expense. It's it's can be for the people who get afraid of anything to the true horror people going, no, no, that's not it. You know, it, it really does make you think. And it's personal stories. They connect. They hit. They absolutely hit. And I just want to say thank you very much, Sarah, for your time. And I can't wait for the full season. Oh, well, thanks, Jim. I, I really enjoyed speaking with you today. Thanks. Thanks so much for taking the time and uh, for your interest in the show. It was great. Great chatting. 
And remember, you can go to Hotel Paranormal yourself. Check it out. It's a spooky, spooky show. It's got some feels with it. Every Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time slash Pacific Time on TNE. Check it out. Bye.